Now today's newscast, I'm Terry Wing. A new audit finds widespread cybersecurity vulnerabilities at Army medical facilities. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. Scans by the DOD Inspector General found 350 known security vulnerabilities at the three hospitals and clinics the IG examined, some nearly a decade old. The problems were severe enough that the Inspector General said the Army should consider disciplinary action against the CIOs at the three facilities, but officials declined to do so. The same audit found the facilities were out of compliance with several DOD cybersecurity policies, including the requirement to use two-factor authentication. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Two years after suffering a massive data breach, the Office of Personnel Management is still failing to sufficiently vet many of its information systems. An audit by the Inspector General says OPM is past due on reauthorizing its IT systems, and when it has, the IG report found OPM did so in a haphazard and shoddy way. Navy Secretary nominee Richard Spencer has cleared the first hurdle to winning Senate confirmation. Spencer had smooth sailing through John McCain's Senate Armed Services Committee yesterday, where he stressed the Navy's need to adapt to 21st century challenges. Spencer supports a new base realignment and closure round, and wants to give sailors more lead time for permanent changes of station. Congress is debating two bills to redesign veterans' health care. Senate VA Committee Chairman Johnny Isaacson's bill would give veterans the choice of receiving care from a community care provider. Committee member John Tester's alternative authorizes community care for veterans who meet certain requirements, but puts the VA as the primary caregiver with the private sector filling the gaps. The General Services Administration is seeking help in identifying ways to incorporate automation into the FedRAMP authorization process. The General Services Administration issued a request for information on incorporating automation into the authority to operate process. The agency is looking for answers to questions about interoperability of tools, deployment models, past use in previous customers, and how an agency might buy a particular service. Responses can be submitted to info at fedramp.gov until July 25th. I'm Meredith Summers. The House has passed the Federal Employee Anti-Discrimination Act. The bill requires agencies to issue more notifications when discrimination is found. It also prohibits agencies from issuing non-disclosure agreements that are designed to prevent federal employees from disclosing waste, fraud, and abuse to Congress, the special counsel, or an inspector general. Health and Human Services and Treasury let a state proceed with a program to stabilize health insurance costs. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. Alaska has only one health insurance carrier on its Affordable Care Act marketplace for individuals, and premiums have risen by more than 200%. The state sought and has received permission to launch a program called a State Innovation Waiver. Alaska subsidizes people with high-cost medical conditions, thereby lowering premiums by 20% by the state's estimate. I'm Tom Temin. The Senate has confirmed Naomi Rao as the head of the office, tasked with reviewing executive branch regulations. Rao will play a leading role in implementing President Trump's agenda for reforming government rules and regulations. The founder of the Center for the Study of Administration State at George Mason University, Rao won bipartisan support, including a group of eight former administrators of the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. The House Appropriations Committee is looking to slash President Trump's proposed cuts for the Environmental Protection Agency. In releasing its appropriations bill for the EPA yesterday, the committee would fund the EPA at $7.5 billion for fiscal 2018. That's roughly $500 million less than last year's funding, but nearly $2 billion more than what the administration has proposed in its budget. 
Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.